Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, thank you for joining us once again at the Corner of Truth and Courage. Well, folks, as we are seeing a lot of things going on in our society and community that's very alarming. We're seeing lawlessness. It's amazing the things that we've witnessed over the last few months. And I want to take you back in history. And I want you to understand where these people are, are coming from, what their aim is, what their goal is. They're trying to repeat history. It's the Chinese Cultural Revolution that started back in the 60s. It started August 19, 1966. Chinese students launched a fight for social justice. They thought that the old system, which they called the patriarchal system, which was pretty much the 1% of the community, they felt it was outdated, old. They called it the four olds, old customs, old culture, old habits, old ideas. They needed to be replaced because the old way oppressed women, oppressed minorities, oppressed uh, the working class. And they wanted to, uh, they wanted to be gone, and they wanted to replace it with something new. Fortunately for them, for the rebels, the Chinese media was on their side. They supported them and followed the news in a, in a positive way of what was going on. Statues were being torn down. Architecture was being destroyed. Literature and paintings were being burned. Temples were being destroyed. In fact, over a period of, of 10 years, from 1966 to 1976, at the death of Chairman Mao, we had uh, six, there were 6,000 Tibetan temples. They were all destroyed except for six of them. There were over 600,000 priests and nuns. Many of them were killed or turned into labor camps. The cemetery of Confucius was attacked. The corpse of the 76th generation Duke Yangsheng was removed from its grave and hung from a tree. Wealthy homes were destroyed. Families who kept long genealogies, these books were burned and turned to ashes because they represented the old patriarchal system. The Cultural Revolution destroyed every trace of what they called the bourgeois, the privileged. The past had to be done with, cutting off their history, their roots, and replace it with a new culture built on principles of Maoism and Marxism. Of course, Mao was a, a follower of Karl Marx, a fan of his. The president was taken out of power. Shukai was taken out of power and replaced with men that Mao believed were, would not be critical of his reign. Public leaders who were considered to be oppressive were tried by these angry mobs and vigilantes and killed. The police were disbanded and replaced with uh, um, a, a social guard called the Red Guard, which mainly were young students. They were brutal, brutal to anyone who did not conform, who they said had wrong think. Christians quickly became 
the number one target of these Red Guards. It was estimated that 20, possibly 30 million people were killed over this 10-year period. Up to 80 million were displaced and many were sent into prison labor camps. Ethnic cleansing occurred. Nearly 800,000 Mongolians were persecuted. 23,000 were beaten to death. 120,000 were maimed. Koreans were brutally banished from the land. There was a, a brain drain that occurred. Intellectuals and academics were regarded as the stinking ninth, the old ninth. There was a caste system, and they placed them in the ninth position, and they persecuted them, and many of them were put into these labor camps. This is what happened 54 years ago, and it started by a, a, a by riots and mobs and and the like that we've been seeing going on here in these United States. These people are trying to destroy America from within. There are two enemies that wish to see the old America, the, if you're a patriot. Uh, folks, listen to my words. I'm not a prophet nor son of a prophet, but listen carefully. I believe you're going to see this real soon, and maybe you heard it first here at Fortress of Faith. To be known as a patriot will soon be considered an enemy of this country. To be called a patriot will be considered an enemy. The term patriot will soon be blacklisted and um, and, uh, and you will be uh, the victim. You will be uh, gone after. Christianity is now being targeted by Black Lives Matter. Sean King, a spokesman for the Black Lives Matter, this movement, they are now coming after churches. Christians is where white supremacy has populated into this country, and they want it burned down. They want it destroyed. Not just the statues of a white Jesus, but now the churches too. And so mark my words, we're going to see possibly more of this unless our lawmakers and those who are to keep the law and to protect and to keep us safe are able to do their jobs. But the police are not going to be able to do their jobs if they do not have the support of their cities, mayors, and their city councils. They are their employers. And if their employers are going to bind their hands and stop them from doing their job, then the people are going to be at great risk. Now, I want to talk to you for a moment what should we do as Christians in all this? What should our role be? Our country is becoming more and more divided. And I don't think we've seen the end of this yet. Some of it's simmered down. I suspect come November, come during the election, whether Trump wins or loses, we're going to see more of what we've seen in the past few months. Amos chapter 3, verse 3 says, Can two walk together except they be agreed? Matthew 12, 25 says, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. 
and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. You cannot have a nation continue to have success and peace if they're divided against each other. How can two walk together except they be agreed? We have been seeing a polarized division of our nation over these past few years. And it's no more a smoke and mirrors. No one's um, hiding their intent. They're now being very bold about it. The left, uh, who are basically Marxist, are, um, are, are out to bring a cultural revolution, a change in our government, whether it's going to be through the legal process. I think they tried that and they found that they failed. And so now they're going to do it through their violence. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 8, there's a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Sadly, I suspect that our country is moving towards a time of war, possibly a civil war, a division. And these United States, as you and I know it, perhaps may not remain intact. It could be that our country breaks up. It could be that our Constitution is suspended. But I believe that there is an optimistic turnout for this. Now, there's two possibilities, folks. One possibility is that this is all bringing about the Lord's return. We know that after the rapture, after the calling out of the saints, the world will move into a period of what's called the Great Tribulation. A man will rise up, be a world leader, and he'll govern the world as a totalitarian. You cannot have a totalitarian world government if the United States remains as a democratic republic. You cannot have both. Uh, the Democratic Republic of the United States will have to cease, will have to an end. It will, cut, it will one day come to an end. Now, that can happen after the rapture and everything falls to chaos and, and a great disappearance of masses of millions of, of people, of Christians, of believers are going to be gone. I can just see the United Nations stepping in, saying we're abolishing all nations, all countries, all territories, and we are establishing a world government here, and someone will take the lead of that and will rule as a totalitarian. I can see that happening. But there's nothing to say that that can't already begin the, begin, the, the destruction of our a democratic republic here in the United States, the, the end of our freedoms, the end of the Constitution. There's nothing to say that that can't happen first and then later the rapture. And I suspect that we may be seeing that. But uh, So that's, that's one scenario. The second scenario is this, is that we have a revolution here, a civil war. The United States, as we know it, breaks up and the Constitution is abolished, and there'll be a fight, there'll be a war, there'll be bloodshed, and at the end of it, a new America will be born. A new Constitution, Constitution 2.0, will, uh, will be born. And it will, uh, it will have an opportunity to hit a reset button, 
and a new nation here will be formed that will be defined better than it was before. Some of the things that we didn't get right at the beginning will get right at this beginning, at the second beginning. And uh, now, will we be remain uh, all the states that are in our union today as, as 50 states? I doubt it. I believe that some of our liberal nations will divide and, li- and begin their own state and uh, practice their own Marxism and socialism and communism and see how well they get on. And I don't think they'll uh, do very well, of course, because of the nature of the government that they think they want. And I think that, uh, that America 2.0 may have an opportunity to prosper and see some great blessings of God. I believe it will be a spiritual nation. I believe we will return back to our fear of God and will recognize that we need God to aid us as we rebuild this nation. That is the second scenario. And I suspect that that may be, well, basically, that's my optimism. I believe that, uh, that it will be better than the current nation that we live in, perhaps. Now, do we move towards that? No, we don't push towards that, but, but we watch God and we seek how God is leading. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, and we'll close with this. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. We as Christians ought to seek a road of peace, We don't want to be, uh, the Bible says, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. We don't want to be stirring up anger. We want to try to bring a peaceful solution to these issues that's going on in our land. Christianity uh, being persecuted is not new in history. Uh, God will be with us, and we need to have truth and courage on our side. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow. God bless you.